You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Talkin' Pets is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash Talkin' Pets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talking Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talking Pets, and I'm your host, John Patch. Joining us is Dr. Vince Sentonzi from. Hillsborough Community College Vet Tech Program. And Dr. Lisa Santonzi. From Hillsborough County Animal Services in Tampa, Florida. The show is produced by Mr. Bob Page. Hello. What's up, Bobby? Hi, how are you? How are you today? Lovely. Is it a lovely day in your neighborhood? Apparently. <laughs> we have a special guest joining us in this hour. Her name is Kelly Ann Payne. She is one of the dog trainers, actually, um, promoting a book that's called Top Tips from Top Trainers. And that is put out by TFH Publications. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. We're going to be talking with Kelly Ann in just a moment. We're also going to be giving away a couple of her books, Top Tips from Top Trainers. So stay tuned for that. We'll also have some trivia in this hour. You can win World's Best Cat Litter and a bottle of Petastic Naturals. We also have some entries going in to win a $300 unit. That's a litter robot. will be coming out to you. That's the electric box for your cat litter box. So check it out. Once again, this is Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And this is Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Yeah. Hey, boy. How you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy. Remember her? People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the PetLife homepage. Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here! Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Hi and welcome to the Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Colleen Safford. 
Each week we'll focus on different topics, child pet safety, child pet training, just how to make an appropriate pet selection for your family. All of these things will be covered in each one of our episodes. So we hope that you will join us at The Family Pet on Pet Life Radio. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. We welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. You are listening to Talking Pets. We're going to be have, having uh, joining us, actually, is Kelly Ann Conway-Payne. Now, Kelly Ann is Chair of Communications Committee for the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. That's APDT. We're going to be talking about a book that she's promoting called Top Tips from Top Trainers. It's the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, of course. 1001 Practical Tips and Techniques for Successful Dog Care and Training. And it is put out, of course, by TFH Publications. So stay tuned for Kellyanne Conway-Payne joining us in just a couple of minutes. But we welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. What's up, docs? How you doing? You're going to give us your two cents today? We are. I did steal that from you, by the way. It's okay. I like that. We got the two centonesies of this, so I like the two cents. And Vince created that. I'm just stealing it. <laughs> That's allowed. It's not pat- patented yet. Not yet? Oh, you like the way Lisa put in there yet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can pass later. <laughs> well, we welcome your calls and questions. This is a great book that we're going to be talking about. Training tips, of course, for your pets, for your dogs. And uh, we're going to have Kelly Ann Conway Payne joining us as soon as Zach lets me know that she's there. We will find out, and we will actually get her on the air with us. So we welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I think she's with us. I want to welcome onto the program Kellyanne Conway-Payne. Kellyanne, how are you? I'm great. How are you? It's wonderful to have you on the show with us of Talking Pets. I want to introduce you to Dr. Vince and Dr. Lisa. Hi, Hi. Kelly. Hi there. Hi, Kelly. Now, I want to talk about this book. You know, first of all, I'll talk a little bit about you. I understand you're the chair of communications uh, for the Committee for the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Can you tell us a little bit about that organization? Sure. Um, the APDT, um, it's an organization of about 6,000 professional dog trainers across, well, mostly through the United States, but we actually have trainers in more than 26 countries worldwide. And um, the focus of the APDT is to help educate trainers and promote promote um, dog-friendly training methods. Cool. Now, this book actually that comes out, how many people actually collaborated with this book? Oh, my. Hundreds. Really? <laughs> yes. We um, we asked for contributions from our, our training members, 
and um, we asked for people to submit tips and, and, you know, general ideas about training and care for your dog that most t- to all of us seem, seems to be a bit of common sense, but it's things that the average person really just doesn't think about. Really helpful little quick tips that you can do, and you know, for any dog, for any age. You know, it's funny because um, Dr. Lisa actually works with the shelters here in the Tampa Bay area, and a lot of animals end up at these shelters mainly because, not so much because of medical conditions, it, a lot of it's because of behavior, correct? Indeed, indeed. Absolutely. That is actually, behavior is the number one reason why mm-hmm. pets are relinquished to animal shelters. Yep, that's very very true. It's a big reason that we see pets in uh, in clinics as well for behavioral problems. And it's very frustrating because when you have a pet that's turned in for what could be a very simple management fix, it's just heartbreaking to see that it actually kind of broke up a family that was unnecessary. Absolutely. Yeah. I think this is a great tool, Kellyanne. Um, I was just flipping through the book and um, I happened to see it's it's alphabetized, which is great. And so yes. under A, you have a little uh, blurb on adoption where you encourage um, people to go to a local animal shelter first when looking for a new puppy or dog. And so I want to thank you for that plug. I think that's a really responsible thing uh, to say in your book. Indeed. Responsible pet ownership, it starts at the point of adoption, you know, and there are so many pets out there, so many really good animals out there that are in animal shelters that it really should be the first place that you check. I see that every day at the shelter where I am. We have all different purebred animals, mixed breed animals, from parrots to German shepherds to dachshunds. You know, a lot of people don't know that about 30% of the animals in shelters are purebreds. A lot of people think that you know, not that there's anything wrong with mixed breeds because my home is full of them. <laughs> I love them. But a lot of people tend to think that you can't get a purebred dog at a shelter, and that is absolutely not the case. And, you know, your tips are, are right on the mark, too. Um, I was, I'm flipping through, and I'm, I'm looking at, uh, for instance, bringing a baby, a new baby in the home. And you talk about hyposensitizing or desensitizing the dog to that, and you give some ideas about how to do that. And that and that's just that is just right on the mark. I mean, we tell that to owners all the time, not just for bringing a new baby in, but for a lot of the behavioral problems that they encounter with with their dogs. Right, so. and any kind of change that people are going to bring into their home, be it um, moving to a new location, bringing a new baby in, maybe it's a child who's coming back into the home after they had left for a while, and life circumstances deem that they come back into the home. Sometimes something as simple as redecorating your home can cause it. A change in your dog's behavior, and uh, and we just want to help everybody prepare for little little nuances that can change in your dog's everyday life. You know, in this book too, actually, top tips from top trainers. You got some great photography in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. I I can take no credit for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, some really nice pictures. Some great pictures of dogs and everything like that, and of course, how to train them. You got your top tidbits in there for everything from A to Z. So, and then you start with A tips, and then you go all the way down to Z. So it's pretty interesting. But um, you get into everything from camping with your pets to uh, canine good citizens, how they can become one of those, and car safety. What's your recommendation actually for somebody that? Um, you know, has maybe never taken their dog into the car, and then all of a sudden they start to take the dog into the car, and then it gets it ends up getting car sick. Any any recommendations on how you can train them to get over that? Oh, I've been there. <laughs> um, yes, uh, actually, start with short little trips, um, and and I I don't well if your dog is already getting car sick on on its initial trips, don't feed him just before you put him in the car. You want him to have a 
a, a fairly settled stomach and use a dog crate. I, I have found I have more success when I use a dog crate. It, it gives them a bit more se- sense of security. Um, it's a place that they're familiar with that they probably already are used to in their house. And take a short trip. And when I say a short trip, I mean, like, to the end of the road and back. <laughs> no more than about three to five minutes and come back and let them get out and take take them on their walk, do something fun with them, make that an engaging situation. Start small, short little trips, especially if you know you have a long trip coming up. Do you find that actually some people that have problems with their dogs in cars is because the first or second trip that they that they took with their dog, they took them to the veterinarian, which in a dog's eyes might be, I got that shot, it's the bad place to go. Yeah, that very well could be. Or they had the experience, if, if they had gotten their dog from the animal shelter, maybe the last time the dog was in the car, they went to an animal shelter, which might have been a very hyper-stimulating, overwhelming experience for them, and so they have a bit of anxiety about getting into the car. Plus, a lot of times, you're right, the only time a dog gets into the car is when they're going to see the vet. And that's sometimes a scary place, which is why I actually recommend to people that they take trips to their vet in between their normal visits. Just go in, weigh your dog, go back, let them get a cookie from the receptionist and, and everybody who's willing to come out and give them a little biscuit so that they can associate the vet with a positive experience. That's a great suggestion. I love that. You know, a lot of these, um, a lot of these tips. I know this is um, for dog training, but a lot of them are useful also uh, for cats. So we do some of the same techniques with cats. It's a little more difficult, I think, for some of these, though, because, for instance, with the vacuum cleaner, um, with <laughs> our own cats, I think it's impossible to convince the cat that the vacuum cleaner is not a monster that's going to eat them. Um, but uh, I have the same problem with mine. They see that thing come out, and that's it; they're gone. Right. You don't find them for at least a half hour. <laughs> But uh, you, you can also desensitize them in some of the same ways that you you're, you talk about um, for doing so with, with dogs. So I think it's a very useful book, and uh, well done. Thank you. Thank you. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the training behavior uh, situations that we encounter with dogs, they do cross over to cats. Granted, dogs and cats, two very different animals, um, and, and training them is really two different very experiences. But the process that you go through of counter-conditioning, desensitization, you know, those, those big words out there, those remain constant, not just through dogs and cats, but when I've worked with horses or goats or chickens and even my children, you know, all of those things come into play, and it's, and it's behavior, it's, it's science. The thing that's nice about this book, too, it's kind of cool, is actually after each little tip that's in it, you see the doctor or the behaviorist or whatever that has given that information. So oh, yeah. I think, I think well, that's kind of cool. Credit. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. That's cool. Well, if somebody has a question for um, Kelly and Conway Payne, you can give us a call at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255, and you'll get a complimentary copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. It is out there in your bookstores. You can find it online from TFH Publications. So check it out, Top Tips from Top Trainers. We're speaking with Kelly and Conway Payne. Give us a call. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And this is Talkin' Pets. Baby back, dressed in black. Silver buttons all down her back. Hello, tipsy toe. She broke a needle and she can't. Walk in the dark. 
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. Pick up the phone. Give us a call at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. We're speaking with Kellyanne Conway-Payne. We welcome your calls and questions about training your dogs. And if you've got a question, we'll send you out a complimentary copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. It's put out by TFH Publications. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. It's from the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. So check it out. It's a great book. We're discussing it right now. By the way, you can check out our new website, which is TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. If you want to participate and watch us on the webcam, you can do so right there. Click on the bottom where it says Watch, the dog watching the computer screen. You can watch us, and you can chat with us in the chat room as well. Also, you can check us out on Twitter.com and Facebook.com. So check us out on there, too. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Kellyanne, you know, uh, one other thing that I really like about your book is uh, you devote a, a good deal of time to uh, uh, house training. Yeah. And in the entire, in the, on the, the realm of behavioral problems, I think this is one of the ones that uh, we encounter most and that uh, frustrates owners, especially new dog owners the most, is how to properly train their new puppy uh, to, uh, to do its business outside. And uh, you have some good good tips on there, uh, especially about the uh, how often a puppy is going to generally want to want to urinate, for instance, um, because its its bladder is small and and it's pretty close to what we always uh, a rule that we pretty much use in practice is that for every month old that the puppy is, um, it's about an hour that it's able to hold its bladder, or every every week old, 15 minutes. And uh, you say pretty much the same thing. So, uh, uh, once again, I think you've got some really good tips, and I, I think people are going to get a lot out of this. Kellyanne, what do you think in the, in the premise that you've got somebody, you know, they have a dog, and the dog is already going number one in the house? How do you get them, in your opinion, to get, you know, to go outside? Well, you know, house training, golly, it's, it is such a, a big problem. It's probably the number one or number two reason why people go and see a trainer is because they're dealing with a house training issue. I would say I, what I often tell people is it's simply teaching your dog or or adult dog or puppy where you want them to go and getting them to reliably go to the bathroom in the same place. If they're already having accidents in the house, there's a few things that I often recommend. Number one is management. Use things like a puppy crate or create a – and when I say puppy crate, I mean doggy crate. It's not necessarily puppies. Um, or make sure they have a doggy safe area, someplace that's tiled. Um, not carpeting, because that can sometimes encourage a puppy to go inside. You know, the, they have a, a tendency to go on things that are absorbent, like carpeting or grass or stuffed animals or blankets, things of that nature. You know, I find that with my well, cats. If, if they got a hairball and they got to they gotta throw it up, basically, they'll find a couch or a carpet to go on rather than the, the hardwood floor or the tile. Yeah, mine do too. <laughs> and yet I, and that they still do it. I try and show them where I want them to hack up that hairball, the hairball yep. and it's still, no, it's still no, right on my blanket. Over here. Over on this <laughs> side. No. But, but um, still, if they're having accidents, supervision, number one, you got to make sure you supervise them. you got to make sure that you're taking them out in a timely manner. As soon as they wake up, right after they eat a meal, right after they drink water, right after chewing on a bone because chewing can stimulate their need to have to go um so you need to make sure you're supervising them and, and learn what their signals are that they have to go. Um, 
Of course, I need to back up a little bit. If they're having accidents and they previously have not had accidents, you want to make sure you take them to the vet first. You need to rule out that they, have, that they do not have a urinary tract infection or a bladder infection because any sudden change in behavior is often related to a medical condition. So I just wanted to back up there real quick. Thank you. Um, Thank you for saying that. That's a really good point. And as when I was in private practice as a veterinarian, what I would tell people, well, even still now that I'm in shelter medicine, uh, any kind of problem like urinating out, outside the box with cats, urinating inside the house with dogs, rule out the medical problems first before you assume it's a behavioral problem. Indeed. And you also need to make sure you clean up those messes appropriately. You need to make sure that you're using a cleaner that's designed specifically for pet messes Um, because sometimes the cleaners that are out there, they'll get rid of what you and I can smell but not necessarily what your dog can smell. And that might encourage them to go back to the same place over and over and over. So you want to make sure you're cleaning that up really well too. Well, Killian, don't go away. We're going to be right back. We're going to take a little break and we come back. We're going to continue on with Kellyanne. And if you want to clean up those messes, of course, Petastic Naturals is the way to do it. So check that out. But once again, we're speaking with Kelly Ann Conway-Payne. If you've got a question, give us a call, 866-606-TALK. We'll give you a complimentary copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. It's a great book, 1001 Practical Tips and Techniques for Successful Dog Care and Training. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books, such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and Me author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash Pets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash Talkin' Pets for your free audiobook. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Priceville, Alabama, saddlebred horse owners at the Racking Horse Spring Celebration found improvements at the 38-year-old Morgan County Celebration Arena. A covered warm-up area, a new water system, and fresh gravel smoothing out ruts and potholes. Now the new owner, the State Products Mart Authority, hopes to attract investments to further improve the arena. 
Dr. Vince? From Grand Fork, North Dakota, the dairy business in the state has nearly nosedived. The number of dairy cows is down 60% in the past 10 years alone, going from about 50,000 in 2000 to only 21,000 milking cows this month, according to a U.S. Department of Agriculture report. That's a far cry from the 700,000 dairy cows in the state in 1934, according to USDA statistics. Out of Anchorage, Alaska, key Alaskan native groups are fighting a federal requirement that subsistence hunters buy duck stamps. Now, villagers who are hunting to survive should not have to pay the $15 fee. Now, representatives with the Association of Village Council Presidents and other rural groups said, now, subsistence hunters face penalties for the first time if they do not buy and carry the stamps. From Naperville, Illinois, firefighters in this Chicago suburb are still talking about one of their strangest rescue missions. It involved a small dog who became wedged in its owner's mechanized recliner chair. Ouch. The firefighters who responded to the call from the Sunrise Assisted Living Center used a saw to cut the chair apart. Wow. And out of Lincoln, Nebraska, a pair of peregrine falcons has um, again laid eggs outside the 18th floor of the state capitol. The four eggs are expected to hatch the second week of May. It's the sixth year that the same falcons have produced eggs at the Capitol. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. We welcome your calls and questions at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. Don't forget you can check us out on Twitter.com forward slash Talkin' Pets Radio as well as Facebook.com forward slash Talkin' Pets Radio fans. Check out our new website. You can check it out at TalkinPets.com. You can watch us on the webcam by clicking on the dog watch on the computer screen down at the bottom of the website. And you can watch us and chat with us on there as well. And don't forget, there's a little strip, a little banner there next to Litter Robot. If you click on that banner, you can register to win a $300 unit. It's a Litter Robot coming out to you. And we're going to be picking a winner at the end of the month. So register today. This is Talkin' Pets. Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. We're speaking with Kellyanne Conway-Payne. She is uh, with the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. We're talking about one of the uh, books that she contributed to, Top Tips for top tr- from Top Trainers. You can get it at TFH Publications. You can find it online. You can find it in your bookstores. But if you call right now with a question, we will send you out a complimentary copy if you've got a question about your dog at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. Don't forget, gang, we're giving away a litter robot. That is coming out to you if you're cat owners. This is a very expensive unit. It's coming out to you. We're going to pick a special winner at the end of the month, and you can register in many ways. If you want to register right now with our producer and just call in, you can call in to Zach, and the first five calls will automatically take your name and information, and we'll put you into the bowl, and you might win a litter robot. You can also register on our website at the bottom of the page. You'll see where you can register on there and just basically send it in, and we'll put you in the till as well, and you might win a litter robot coming out to your doorstep. Automatic litter box, these things are wonderful. I actually have them myself, and they're they're great, and we will send that out to you. But give us a call at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. 
Kellyanne, one of the questions that we seem to get quite a bit on the show is, you know, I, I let my dog go out in the backyard, and all it wants to do is dig for china. <laughs> Any recommendations on how to stop that? Um, actually, I do. Um, I have a dog who is a, a digger, and what we did, the way we resolved his digging and, and the way I've resolved a number of clients digging is through giving them a designated area to dig. It's much easier to give them an area. So I, I made a sandbox for my guys um, over on the side, and I made it fun for them to dig in that spot. I'm not trying to take away a behavior that comes naturally to these dogs um, and that they enjoy. I'm just going to channel it to where I want them to dig so they're not digging up my rose bushes in the back. They're digging in their sandbox where they, as they dig, they find toys and bones and all sorts of fun things. So it's actually encouraging them to take a behavior that they're doing naturally and just focusing it where I, the mommy, wants it. <laughs> cool. Another thing I wanted to ask you about was socialization tips. And, you, know, you, you take your dog out for a walk and everything like that. What's your recommendations on socializing them so that they actually become a well-behaved dog? You know, socialization starts when they are just such young puppies. Um, there's a critical period of socialization from about 8 weeks to about 16, 18 weeks. There's a very narrow window in there that is so critical to their socialization development. Not to say that if you miss that window that you can't, but that's the critical period of time that all trainers want people to get out there and socialize their dogs in around lots of different people and places and experiences and sounds and textures. But take your time doing it, especially if you're trying to socialize an older dog who missed out on socialization. You want to make sure that you never force your dog. You know, listen to them. If they're telling you they're uncomfortable with a situation, either approaching a person or a place or another dog, listen to them and let them take their time. Don't force the issue. Don't make them say hello to somebody. Um, one of my favorite recommendations for socializing your dog, if you have a dog with some socialization issues, it's to go to a place like a, a home supply store um, or a supermarket. I prefer a home supply store, um, generally because there are more men there, and dogs in general tend to be a little more sheepish around men versus women. So I, I go to home supply stores, and I keep a comfortable distance so that they can see them coming and going, see all these different people coming and going. If somebody does approach, I've got some really great treats right there to either ask as my the owner reinforce the dog, or if they're comfortable enough, let people who are approaching reinforce the dog with. Kellyanne, don't go away. We're speaking with Kellyanne Conway-Payne. If you've got a question for her, the book is called, she's with the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, but the book is called Top Tips from Top Trainers. It's put out by TFH Publications. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. But if you call with a question right now, we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of the book. And this is a wonderful book. We're going to come back, Kellyanne. We've got a question from Ross in Chelsea, uh, Michigan. He's got a question for you, and uh, we're going to send out a book to him as well. But we'll find out what that question is when we return. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And this is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host, Pia Silvani, teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. 
Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to teacherspetsessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. Teacherspetsessions.com. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, Dusty Rainbolt, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. And I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. We're speaking with Kellyanne Conway-Payne. She is with the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. That's APDT. The book is called Top Tips from Top Trainers, 1001 Practical Tips and Techniques for Successful Dog Care and Training. You can find it in your bookstores. You can find it online. It's put out by TFH Publications. We're going to go out to Ross as a question for you, Kellyanne, in Chelsea, Michigan. Hey, Ross, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. You got a question for Kellyanne? Yeah, um, I have a three-year-old boxer, and when he's like in my house and everything, he's completely fine. He listens and doesn't do anything wrong. When we get him in the car, he goes absolutely nuts at anybody that is walking anywhere near the car under control. Like when you're driving down the road, he's going absolutely nuts and freaking out. And I, he does not respond to anything, and I. I'm at a wit's end with it because <laughs> I don't take him anywhere now because of that. What do you think, Kellyanne? Uh, um, it sounds like he could be very dangerous, especially if you're driving. <laughs> yeah, um, it's worrisome. Is he um, is he leashed up or seat belted in in a crate? We we usually use a leash. Okay. Um, we've tried uh, our crate that we have is uh, it's a big cage because we have another dog as well and they share it and it wouldn't fit in the car, but we don't have a smaller crate to okay. to put him in, but I thought about getting that. Okay. Just well, um, <laughs> earlier we were talking a little bit about desensitizing your dog, getting them used to different scenarios. Um, we were talking about a different behavior, but it would still apply here. Okay. I would, A, you need to make the car a really fun, enjoyable place. Um, and, and you can do that just by loading him in the car, giving him a treat, letting them out of the car, giving them a treat, just doing that like four or five times. Mm-hmm. Then uh, kind of set up a scenario, maybe invite a friend over. You get in the car as if you're going to actually drive somewhere, load him into the car, hook him up to a safe, make sure he's buckled in with a safety belt because you don't want him to 
trigger over the, the front seat of the car and, and hurt you while you're driving. So get him right. used to wearing a harness or something in the back seat for his own safety and yours. Okay. Um, and then have that person just approach the car while just sitting in your driveway. And if he's quiet as they're approaching, give him some treats. You're going to reinforce him a little bit while just sitting in the front seat of the car. And just, Good boy, and reinforce him. Okay. And then ask a couple of other people. You're going to go through that. Then maybe drive to another location. Same thing. You're going to have these same people, these same really good friends of yours who are going to help you with the situation, hmm. come over and just sort of approach the car. They don't have to walk directly up to the car, but just kind of walk close to the car. And when he ignores them, good boy, and you reinforce him that way. It's going to take time to undo because it sounds like he's had some practice at rehearsing this behavior. Yeah, and remember, every time they rehearse it, they get better at it. And a lot of this information is in the book, too, Top Tips from Top Trainers, and we're going to send you out a complimentary copy, Ross. So if you would, stay on the line and speak with Zach, our producer, and uh, we'll uh, send that right out to you. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Ross, and good luck. Thank That's you. Ross out there in Chelsea, Michigan. He's going to get a copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. you only got a couple minutes left. If you want a copy of the book as well and you've got a quick question for Kellyanne, give us a call, 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Kellyanne, a lot of people these days take their dogs out to dog parks. Can you give us some quick dog park etiquette that's uh, registered in the book as well? Oh, sure. Um, make sure your dog isn't overwhelmed by the other dogs at the park. Um, look for parks that have large dog areas and small dog areas because there, there really is a difference in play style between sizes of dogs. You don't want the little guys to get stepped on and overwhelmed. Um, at the same time, look at make sure everything is, is comfortable in that park before you go into it. You know, if things look a little heated in there, you know, don't take your dog in. Take them for a nice long walk instead. You want to make sure it's a comfortable situation when you go in there. And then look at the play style of the dogs in there. Is that something? Is that the way your dog likes to play? Some dogs like to body slam into one another, and other dogs like to frolic and kind of go back and forth and wrestle gently. Some dogs just like to chase one another. So make sure that what's happening in the park when you arrive is something that you and your dog will be comfortable with going forward. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. That's the number to call if you've got a question for Kellyanne Conway-Payne. Give us a call. The book is called Top Tips from Top Trainers. Kellyanne, another question. When um, when somebody like, we've had a woman actually call here recently onto the program a couple weeks ago, and she was, I think, maybe in her 80s or so, and she had a big dog. She would try to walk the dog on leash, but the dog kept pulling her down the sidewalk. Any recommendations on that? Yes. Um, when you're talking about a dog who significantly outmuscles you, um, using a, a training tool to, to help you along with that in the process of training. I like, uh, there's a harness out there. It's called, um, I think it's called an easy walk harness, I believe. And it clips toward the front of the dog's chest, so it sort of adds some power steering to your dog. Um, but without any pain and no force, just sort of like a what you might find for a horse. It gently turns their body back toward you so that their whole body comes back and they can't lunge ahead. If they go to lunge ahead, they actually come back. So it's not not to be confused with a regular harness, which will actually encourage them to pull <laughs> because dogs lean into pressure. But using a simple management tool like that can help you as you're in the process of training your dog to walk along your side. We've got Jim in Fremont, California, has a question for you. Uh, Jim, what's your question for Kellyanne? Hi. How are Hi. you, Jim? I'm doing good. I have a question. I'm uh, considering getting a uh, service dog or tr trying to get a dog to ser for service related to the seizures that my son gets. Mm -hmm. And 
I was wondering, first, is it possible to get the dog from a shelter uh, for this purpose and then train it, or do I need to start with a puppy? You know what? I am genuinely not the right person to ask that question to because I have never worked with service dogs directly. Um, you might, I, my recommendation to you would be to contact the Delta Society. Okay. And, and you, ask ask them. Also, if you Google, just just Google the uh, Delta Society, and then it'll come right up, and they can answer all that questions for you on, on the service dogs for sure. Great, I'll do that. Thank and you. also, Jim, stay on the line too, because we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. Uh, that's going to come out to you too from TF, TFH Publications. Oh, great. Thank you. Stay on the line, and we'll get that right out to you. That's Jim in Fremont, California. Kellyanne, don't go away. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we'll continue on one or two more questions on top tips from top trainers. Speaking with Kelly Ann Conway-Payne, and she is with the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And this is Talking Pets. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's the number to call with your pet questions. Don't forget, you can check us up. On the um, website, check us out at TalkinPets.com, T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. Click on Watch, where the uh, dog is watching the computer screen, and you can watch us live and chat with us as well. This is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Schools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Vince Santonzi. I'm Dr. Lisa Santonzi. And we're speaking with Kellyanne Conway-Payne. Kellyanne, the book is called Top Tips from Top Trainers. She's with the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. You know, Kellyanne, always at the last couple minutes of the show, everybody decides to call. (laughs) (laughs) So we have full lines out there, and I'm going to see who we can get to and um, see if we can do it kind of quick. So uh, let's first go to Clarence in Taylor, Arizona. Hey, Clarence, you got a question for Kellyanne? Uh, yes, I want to know what to do to break a dog from uh, running the fence and barking at cars or bicyclists that are coming by. Good question. Good. What do you think, Killian? Not a quick answer. By the book. Yeah. There actually are some good tips in there for reactive dogs. Um, but... Um, I would say for now, the quick solution would be to make sure that you go outside with your dog on leash so that you have control over that situation. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing is like people will let their dogs out into the yard and just say, okay, you're out there, have a good time, and then they'll bark, 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 chase, 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 but then they're not corrected. Well, and it's right. very exciting for them, too, and, and they get reinforced because they bark, and if they're barking to make them go away, hey, that worked. They kept right. going. So they Good actually point. learn, okay, that works, so they get better and better at it. So for now, make sure you go out with them on leash. That way you can you can actually take them back inside as they start to get reactive. Clarence, stay on Good. the line. We're going to send you out a copy of the book, Top Tips from Top Trainers. You can read up on this as well. Great. Thank that, you. You're welcome, Clarence. That's Clarence out in Taylor, Arizona. See if we can get to another call. Wendell in Clarkston, Washington. Hey, Wendell, how you doing? Welcome. 
You got a question for Kellyanne? I do. And she, my question is, uh, pit bulls and what makes them turn mean? I mean, uh, uh, my son had one growing up. I, it, it wasn't his, but he took care of it, loved that dog. But when I'd get around it, I could pet it, and then all of a sudden, it, I mean, you could see his eyes switch to mean, and I couldn't get near it. But uh, two weeks ago, my daughter, my granddaughter's uh, five-year-old, got too close to the neighbor's pit bull, and it got a hold of her and ripped her face off on the right side of her face. It took almost 900 stitches to put it back on. Oh and uh, they tell me that she played with that dog many times before, and she wasn't doing anything to provoke it. Even let, me, let me get a comment off Kellyanne on this real quick, because we only have a minute left. But Kellyanne, your, your comment on that about pit bulls, about the breed? Um, I... I Really, it's not. It's the individual dogs, not the breed of dogs. Absolutely, pit bulls are in the news all the time. Um, I think it's just a um, media thing um, because lots and lots of dogs are mean. Um, but there are lots of really friendly pit bulls out there. Fabulous, fabulous, friendly dogs. And, um, I, and unfortunately, well, there are. I've seen them. It's just that um, I've seen it myself, though, where they can just turn mean and for no reason. Window, uh, no apparent reason. Window, I want you to stay on the line. We're going to uh, send you out a copy of the book, Top Tips and Top Trainers. It sounds like you need it. And our heart goes out to you. To, was your niece? Granddaughter. I think, I think it was granddaughter. And our heart goes out to you and your granddaughter. That's really sad. Well, we got to say goodbye. We're at the top of the hour. Kellyanne Conway-Payne with TFH Publications, of course, the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Thanks so much for joining us in this hour of the program, Kellyanne. Thank you so much for having us. I look forward to talking with you again. Thanks. Me too. Spay and neuter your pets. Help control that pet population. Don't forget, go out to your bookstore or online. Check out top tips from top trainers. Thanks for joining us here on Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.